Hey, it's Amy Newmark. Please enjoy this rerun of one of my favorite episodes from last year. Changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with some instant inspiration for you from Chicken Soup for the Soul. Today I'm talking about miraculous moms because we all know that moms are miracle workers, right? They sometimes astound their husbands and children with what they can accomplish. They are our role models and our cheerleaders, and they are constantly making the impossible happen for us. Now that doesn't stop when they die. I remember how I got my hair cut the day before my mother's funeral because I heard her voice in my head saying, Amy, don't you think your hair's gotten a little long? Well, that guidance continues, but often in way more important ways, like in today's stories about moms who actually saved their daughters' lives from the grave. The best-selling author Barbara Kingsolver said this, Sometimes the strength of motherhood is greater than natural laws. And that's definitely shown in the two stories that I'm going to share today from our new 2020 book for all the mothers and grandmothers and mothers-in-law and stepmothers out there, Chicken Soup for the Soul, The Magic of Moms. In our first story, Eva Carter says that she was sound asleep when she was awakened by the incessant ringing of the phone. It was way too early for someone to be calling her, and the caller ID said, unknown name, unknown number. She didn't answer this annoying call, but she hauled herself out of bed and went down to the kitchen to get some coffee, and there she found a note from her husband who had left early to play golf, and the note said that the milk had gone bad. So Eva jumped in the car to buy some milk at the 7-Eleven that was only two blocks away. It was so close that she didn't bother to put on her seatbelt or bring her license. And of course, she got a ticket before she even reached the store, so it wasn't a great start to the day. But back home, Eva made her coffee, and she grabbed a book to read outside in the backyard. It was a perfect spring day following a rainy night. Her Bradford pear tree was covered in white flowers, and there were birds singing and squirrels bustling about doing what squirrels do. And... Eva started to feel better, even though she had gotten that ticket. She laid down on the wooden bench that her husband had painted for her, and she thought about how good her life really was. And then she dozed off, finishing that sleep that had been interrupted by that unknown caller on her phone. Except the phone rang again. And Eva, through her sleep, heard her mother shout, Answer the phone! Eva ignored her, but she heard the voice again, this time with more urgency. Eva, answer it. In her dream, Eva called out, can't you pick it up, mother? And then she woke up and realized she had been dreaming, and her mother was dead, and the phone was really ringing. So she went inside to answer it, but it was that unknown name, unknown number again. This time Eva answered it, even though she would normally ignore it based on the caller ID. After all, her mother had told her in her dream to answer the phone, and she had sounded pretty adamant. It was a wrong number, but the person at the other end seemed to want to talk a little anyway and be convinced that it was a wrong number. Just as Eva finished politely explaining so she could hang up, she heard a loud crash in the backyard. Her beautiful Bradford pear tree that was covered in flowers must have lost its hold on the ground because of all the rain the night before. 
It had toppled over and crashed right onto the bench where Eva's head had been resting only a minute before. Eva would have been killed if she hadn't gotten up to answer the phone. She says, When I had recovered from the shock, I reflected on the miracle that my mother's voice could rouse me from such a deep sleep, sparing me from being injured or worse from possible death. What was even more astounding is that it happened on the one-year anniversary of her death. Caroline McKinney tells another story in the same vein. In her case, it was the look that saved her. You all know the look, right? That's when your mother looks at you with that expression that conveys, are you kidding me, and you know I'm right, and why are you being an idiot, all in one look. Actually, it's a look that many husbands know as well. Caroline says that her mother rarely used the look, but it was very effective when she did. And one summer afternoon, when Caroline was running late to an appointment, she noticed that she was running out of gas. So she stopped at a gas station and began to fill the tank. But then she thought that maybe she'd go inside and get a snack while the tank was filling because there was only one other car there, so it would be okay if she ran in and didn't make it out right when the tank was full. But then Caroline heard a loud no. She says, the power and strength of that word startled me. Still, I reached into the car for my purse when I heard it again. But this time, I saw my mother's face with the look. With some confusion, I obediently dropped my purse back on the car seat and turned to replace the nozzle. How odd it felt to be chastised so strongly for simply wanting to buy a little snack. As she replaced the gas cap on her car, she saw a man race out of the mini-mart and get into that one other car. With screeching tires, he raced away as the cashier came staggering out the door, yelling, Did you see him? Did you see that guy? He just pulled a gun on me and took all the money from the drawer. If Caroline had been in that store with that gunman, who knows what might have happened. The cashier asked if she could describe the robber or his car, but it was all a blur to her. What she could remember distinctly was the vivid image of her mother that had appeared and that loud no. She says, I sat beside the cashier on the dirty pavement, my hand on his trembling arm, and felt my heart thumping wildly at what might have been. I closed my eyes and gave silent thanks to God for his mercy and a mother whose care extended beyond the boundary of death to keep me safe in this life. I'm Amy Newmark. Thanks for listening to these stories. If you'd like to learn more about Chicken Soup for the Soul, The Magic of Moms, Go to our website, chickensoup.com, and click on the podcast button. You'll see the book there, and you can check out the front and back covers and read more about it. You'll find it wherever books are sold, including Walmart, Target, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, and Amazon. You can also follow me on Twitter, where my handle is at Amy Newmark, and I'll post links to the podcast each day there as well. Come back next time to hear stories from another new book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Laughter is the Best Medicine. It's our first humor collection ever, and in these times, I think we really need these stories. Music